So I was thinking this morning about all the things I've done for love and for hookups and for everything. You know, I keep a, my body in a sexy shape and I, you know, brush my teeth uh, several different times a day and I wash my face and I take showers and I exercise and I keep in really good shape. And I dress the way that people want me to dress. And I became a successful person. And, uh, you know, so I had lots of respect in the community. I still do. And, uh, you know, I've been on Good Morning America. And, you know, my writing is in textbooks. I'm a very successful writer and personality, or if you want to call me that, or a public figure, or whatever the fuck you want to call me. I've been very highly successful at that. I own my own house. This is my house. Currently, it's made to be like a little wonderland with like Christmas lights everywhere. Wherever I go, people tell me that I'm the life of the party. And <laughs> some people call me the king of Vegas. And uh, I've had just one lover after another tell me that I'm the best sex they've ever had. And I've really got it all together. And guess what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is what I want to tell. This is what I want to tell you today is that it doesn't matter. Nothing is ever good enough for people. You know what I mean? Like you can be highly successful and you can dress well. And then you can like, you know, take people to Europe and on cruises or whatever. You can Go do the things they want to do. You can go to the stupid concerts they want to go to. And you can go to their terrible sports events that they want to go to. And you can do all this stuff. And it's never enough. You know? It's never enough for people. <laughs> I know how cynical this sounds. But the other thing is, is that I've been single for off and on. You know? I get single and then I got a mate. And then I'm single and then I got a mate. And then uh, the thing is, is that when I'm single, then I get all these like direct messages from people and they're like, hey, Doug, how would you like to fuck? Here's a photo or a video of me, you know, of my me and my genitals or my boobs or my butt or my dick or my balls. <laughs> I get a lot of uh, DMs from everybody. And... The thing is, is that what I've learned about this is, you know, I'm getting like messages from people who have significant others. And then it makes when you when that happens, you know, the first thing you think is like, if I'm in a relationship with someone, then I just assume they're receiving all kinds of crazy direct messages from other people. And there's just no way around that unless you just are not on Instagram. I saw there was some uh, tweet this year. I don't, I don't look at Twitter. I refuse to call it X. So that I don't watch, I don't look at Twitter, but I saw somebody post on Reddit or something, somebody's tweet, and it was like, oh, you know, the perfect uh, woman would be a woman that doesn't have Instagram. And then, uh, you know, all these uh, people that I normally agree with were like, oh, that's so sexist or whatever. And then I thought, no, I think that would be, if, if I could be in a relationship with someone that's not on Instagram, uh, I would get rid of Instagram too. We could both get rid of Instagram. And then that way we're not like constantly receiving, you know, pitches from people, you know?
because it's hard enough to keep a relationship together. And the reason is you can, what I'm getting at my overall message to you and to me, honestly, mostly to me is that it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what I do, no matter what I do, I will eventually not be enough for someone. You can be the world's greatest lover. I've often said I'm like Tom Hanks in a relationship. I'm very, very good at relationships. I treat the relationship like it's the most important thing in my life. I try to find out what my partner's needs are, and then I try to meet them. Whenever I'm in a relationship, I always say to them at the start, I go, um, I'm going to do, I'm never going to shit on you on purpose, and I'm going to do everything I can to not shit on you accidentally. And that's what I try to do. If I come home and I put my hand on the doorknob and the, my lover's inside, then I tell my, if I, normally I always have a good day because I'm that person, but I'm like a cheerleader for life. But the thing is that sometimes you don't have a good day or someone gets on your nerves or, you know, you're just woke up on the wrong side of the bed or you, whatever, you know, you hear a song you don't like. <laughs> and then you get, you put your hand on the doorknob to go say hello to your significant other and very frequently people just walk in and take their shitty day out on the person behind the door. But every time I put my hand on that door, I say to myself, if I'm in a bad mood, which is rare, I say to myself, don't take it out on them. Don't take it out on them. Don't take it out on them. And then when I walk into the house and then I go, hi. And then eventually they're going to say, how's your day? And I go, pretty challenging. And I might talk about it, but I don't take it out on them. I actually look for them to help nurture me through it, you know. I'm much more interested in being nurtured and nurturing. I'm very, I'm like a parent. You know, I don't have any kids, but I'm very parental that way. I'm very good at, like, nurturing. And I'm looking for some, and I'm always looking for someone who's good at nurturing. If you're good at nurturing and you want to have sex all day, <laughs> let me know. Come on over. Look at this beautiful house that you could have orgasms in. I guess... To get back to what I'm saying, the main point is it's never enough. It's never enough. I don't ever take anything out on people. I follow the rules of relationships. I don't cheat on people. I don't even have emotional affairs with other people. While I'm in a, if I, I mean, I don't do any of that shit. I don't do any of that shit. Sometimes people think I'm like flirting with strangers, but I'm really just being nice to strangers. Like if I'm in a relationship and I go to like a, a restaurant or, you know, a target. Uh, I'm always like saying to the people that work there or even some customers sometimes like, hey, how's your day going? You know, that's just because I'm a people person. It's I was in customer service once. I was a, I'm a journalist that I talk to people all the time. That's the whole thing about being a journalist and in public. And I'll be like, hey, how's your day going? And uh, sometimes the, like if my lovers see that, they might think I'm flirting, but I'm never flirting. I'm just being nice. Now, if I'm single, I'm flirting. <laughs> and there's a difference. If I'm single and I'm at like Trader Joe's and I'm talking to somebody in an aisle about the beans, well, I'm going to sit there for 12 minutes. And I'm going to chit-chat them. and It's like an audition to see if I want to ask them out. And then I very rarely ask for their numbers, even though they're great, because I'm really looking long-term for a spouse. I would love to get married again. I would love to get married again and... You know what my dream is? My dream is to get married and then have a a wedding every month 
and then have a whole bunch of people come to the wedding. Now, the wedding doesn't have to be in a chapel. It could be like in a in a living room or at the beach or at a bar. It could be anywhere. But at once a month, you go like, hey, it's Doug and whoever's wedding. And if it's a thruple, it's Doug and whoever and whoever. And if it's a quadruple, it's Doug and whoever and whoever and whoever and et cetera. And then... <laughs> And then that way, you know why? Because the best day of my life was the day I got married many, many, many years ago. I mean, I've got like five best days in my life. And uh, maybe maybe I've got a hundred best days in my life, all tied for number one. Anyway, one of those would be my wedding day many, many years ago to a, a great person I'm not married to, haven't been married to since um, several presidents ago. And that was a great day. So every day I get, wake up and I go like, today I want to have the best day of my life. And the day that I'm in competition with is any number of days. The day I met, the day I got married, the day I met uh, some person, some day I was in bed all day with um, some other fiance or, you know. But the the point that I'm getting at is that I would love to find the person of my dreams. I, I'm not a Disney person. I don't go to Disney stuff. I don't watch Disney movies, but I mean, I have obviously not, but I don't have any kids. I'm not into children. It's hard for me to talk to anyone that's under like 30, 35, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, um, so as a non Disney person and who has no kids, I just, I still have the Disney dream. I still would like to have, I would like to find my prince or princess. I would still like to find my royal partner. Someone who we worship each other on a minute by minute basis. When I was married, you know, my wife and I, we would talk on the phone three times a day. She was at work, I'd be at work. But we would call each other with our mouths and ears unlike now where people are like text you know and we would hear each other's voices like three times a day that's codependency our couples counselor was like hey y'all are codependent and and i was like yeah that's great codependency is where it's at you know i mean what's what is i mean there's nothing that's not codependent about uh, the Disney prince and the Disney princess getting together happily ever after that story's not oh and they lived happily ever after and he went out and hung out with his buddies three nights a week and you know she was hanging out with her scrapbooking friends four nights a week and then they only had sex on Saturday mornings you know when the Disney prince and the Disney princess get together you're like okay they're codependent they're gonna fuck and kiss and hold hands and go for walks and feed the ducks, <laughs> you know, take trips to like Amsterdam and do some drugs. And they, you know, they might do a caper in Sweden or Switzerland someday, steal some money from a bank. Maybe, you know, they might do something like that, but it's doubtful. You know, that's not real happily ever after, but it's fun. It sounds funny for a Disney movie. That's what that would be. I'm sure there's been a Disney movie about what happens after, after, after ever after, but the most obvious thing would be like, you know, there's there clothes strewn all over the floor and toilet seats up. And guy won't take the garbage out. She doesn't want to 
give him oral sex anymore. I mean, that's the obvious movie that happens. The comedy that happens after the end of a Disney movie. Personally, I would love to um, be in a relationship where I respect someone and they respect me. I think we don't talk about this anymore because, uh, bec- but the the fact that it's hard to find people to res- to respect you now. I mean, I've been thinking about this respect thing a lot lately because, you know, if you watch the news or read the news rather, because nobody's watching the news on TV, if you're like uh, reading the news on your phone, you'll notice that nobody has any respect for anybody anymore. I have personally blocked a ton, I mean, more people than I can count on from Facebook who I was friends with at some point because they would go into the comment section and call my other friends terrible terrible names just over the slightest stuff not even over politics you know like they would go in and be like you know i would say like hey anybody everybody what's your favorite color and then i'm not i mean not really maybe like you know what um is your favorite place that you've been on vacation or something you know and then people will respond and they'll respond and then like a couple of people you know over the years have written in the comment section like calling people like a cunt <laughs> for saying like they loved, I don't know, Prague or something, you know? And you're like, man, you really went from zero to cunt very fast. One guy did that and I on Facebook, I woke up one morning on, I looked at Facebook and this guy that I knew who I was friends with on Facebook, he had gone in and written, called all these people cunts in my, in the comment sections of my posts. And I thought, oh, he did that at like three in the morning when he was, hammered super drunk so i blocked him and then he died (laughs) he drank himself to death i don't mean to laugh but i'm laughing at the tragedy of it you know it's laugh or cry it's laugh or cry i've been thinking about respect there's not a lot of respect in pop culture or culturally anymore not even pop culture people i saw this video on youtube the other day and it was this woman shoe on head and I haven't seen her in a long time because I don't know, she gets really political and I'm not into politics. But what I did was I thought, you know, I'll go see what she one head is up to. So I got to look at this, uh, these videos that she's been putting out lately. And, um, you know, she put out this one video saying like, it's really hard for men to be, to exist right now. And that's true. Now I'm not like Mr men's rights, women suck, any of that stuff. I've always considered myself a feminist, you know. I believe in the equality of women to men. All genders are equal. That's what I think, you know. Everybody deserves the same pay, blah, blah, blah. That's what feminism at its core is, you know. Some people think feminism is supposed to be about hating men, but that's not feminism. That's called misandry. Misandry is the word that's the female word that's equivalent to the uh, male misogynist. So if you're a man and you hate women, you're a misogynist. And if you're a woman and you hate men, then you're a misandrist. So she one had the YouTuber. She put up this video recently and she was like, Oh men have it hard to be single or whatever, which is true. And I mean, look at me. I'm gorgeous. I have my own house. I am super successful the best lover who will ever live. I'm charming as fuck in person. I'm kind. I have all kinds of therapy tools. 
talk to the people in my life, they'll tell you I'm a good person and I'm really great and I'm fun. I'm fun. I'm smart and I'm nurturing and um, I'm all these great traits. I'm, I know I'm talking myself up. I consider this video almost like a promotion for my Bumble account so I can find a good date. Anyhow, so I'm not, I consider myself, I know my, I know I'm not perfect. I know I have my weaknesses, but my strengths are pretty amazing. And even I have problems not getting a significant other, but maintaining the relationship and it not going astray because a lot of it because of respect. That's what I'm getting at is a lot of people that, that I've dated over the years, which is hundreds, hundreds of people. A lot of those people just didn't give me respect. And it's not because I didn't deserve respect. What I'm talking about is everybody deserves the respect for being a human being. And I respect, when I go to the store, I respect everybody around me. And when I'm on a date, I respect them. If I'm in a relationship, I respect them. I respect all my friends and my family members and every human being. If some politician was in my house who I hate, I would show them respect as a human being. I would not stab them or punch them or any of that shit. I would just go like, welcome to my house. Here's some coffee. Let's talk about your policies. <laughs> but also let's talk about your life. I'm going to know why your life is the way it is so I can figure out what your political stuff is. That's the kind of person I am. You know, like my best friends will tell you that I'm a good listener and I'm non-judgmental. And that comes from a respect that I have for human beings. And that respect is what drives everything about me is I respect myself and I respect every person and every animal. I respect flies. I don't even kill flies anymore. I know this sounds like I'm some sort of, you know, hippie guru, blah, blah, you know, vegan, vegetarian, whatever. So be it. I don't want to kill any living creature. Anyway, I'm not going down that road right now. What I'm getting at is when you're in a relationship with someone, you know, you want to respect each other. And I think that's tougher to find. And I think that's what she one head was getting at is there are a lot of single men, married men too, probably, but you know, there are a lot of single men in this world and they're finding it harder and harder to get respected. And then she went ahead, put this video out and then there was a, an outcry against it by a bunch of um, women on TikTok and stuff. And she went and she tracked down and screen grabbed their videos and then she put them in their subsequent video and all these women on TikTok are like oh poor guys have it so hard it's so hard to be a guy but all men are awful you know and it's like man that's not true I don't that's misandry those are that's misanthrope man those people who are like all men are terrible or all women are terrible are terrible themselves they're only proving themselves to be terrible and you know why everybody's feeling alone right now? Because they don't feel heard or respected. Do you know what I do? I, I'm a good listener and I'm non-judgmental. I'm the perfect person. <laughs> you should bat on yourself after me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs>
There's the funny ha-ha, Dick. All right, thank you very much for joining me on Ha-Ha Dick today. This is my house, and I'm oh so beautiful and successful and the best lover in the life to anyone who comes my way. I'm nurturing. I'm such a good zaddy. Come share this life with me. I love you.